He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shom 97.7. To Bully. He shoots it down. There won't be any icing, though, because Evans is way ahead of everybody. He's behind the net, comes out, rips it in, and scores. He gets ran into and hammered by Shifley, and Evans is in trouble. Evans is face down on the ice and hasn't moved as Shifley smoked him after he scored into that empty net, and Shifley knew exactly what he was doing right there. I think he did, too. Habs winners in Game 1 last night, 5-3 over the Jets last night, but a scary ending for Jake Evans. Pleasure to have it, 8-20, Pierre Hood from Brésil des Pauvres. Pierre, can we just jump to that uh, the Jake Evans thing and the Shifley hit on him last night? Yes, absolutely, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, my friend. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good idea, and you know what? Uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, an interesting uh, coincidence because I'm about to call the first game uh, on our uh, agenda today at the World Championship, and uh, I had time to talk to Mark Denis, my colleague Benoit Brunet, uh, former coach Guy Boucher. Um, as you know, Pete, I always try to put in perspective that uh, I may have an opinion, I may have tons of experience calling hockey games, but I never played the game at the professional level, and I never coached the game at the professional level. So it's always interesting to ask um, various uh, former players or former coaches what they think about a particular situation. Um, I, was, uh, I was basically outraged like everybody else last night, because when you see uh, this type of play uh, live uh, in, you know, in, in real time, uh, you always uh, you always think that there is enough time to react differently, to make a different kind of decision. Uh, of course, the result was so scary on the ice as well. Uh, but my colleagues have a different kind of perspective on it. I'm not saying that they are totally uh, totally endorsing what Mark Scheifele has, has done. Yeah. Benoit Brunet, for one is from another generation of players. Benoit says, you know, I may have taken a different decision than Jake Evans because I knew I would be a target when I used to play the game because that's that's the way we learned about the game. We learned not to become a target. Uh, that's, one, that's one point of view. Mark has a, a point of view that Mark Scheifele never tried to play the puck. He full throttle and all the way decided to play the body. Yeah. Guy Boucher has a, a more uh, analytic vision of things. Uh, he thinks that uh, if, you know, uh, he, he understands what Mark Scheifele was trying to do uh, to prevent that goal, but at the same time understands that the league, uh, under the circumstances, and after what we've seen so far in the playoffs, he feels that the league won't have any choice uh, than at least suspending Shifley for one or two games. Well, Shifley, it's the first offense for Shifley, so we're going to be anxious to find out what the league will do. We're going to find that out later on today there, Pierre, or what? Probably. Yeah, well, well, we'll know, first of all, the way, the direction the league will go. I think that, uh, you know, we, we, we know the drill now, unless unless they think it's not worth it. We know the drill, Pete. He's going to be offered a hearing. Uh, he is going to be offered uh, his point of view. And uh, so that will be a thing we wait for. And the other thing we're going to be waiting for, of course, is how Jake Evans is doing. Uh, we don't have any official word from the team yet, but... Uh, one of our colleagues, uh, John Shannon, uh, said that uh, according to what he heard and what he knows, 
Uh, Jake Evans was out of the hospital and was back at the hotel yeah, that's uh, overnight. Yeah, so that's 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 at least a reassuring rumor. Now it doesn't it doesn't mean that he doesn't have uh, all the um, the concussion symptoms, of course. And uh, that happened on his twenty fifth birthday too. Poor kid. That's what really yeah. hurt. Yeah. Uh, and, well, and you know what, Pete? If I if I may conclude on Jake Evans, uh, he's he's a player I, I like very much. And as soon as he uh, came on board, and he played, he worked so hard in Laval with uh, with Joel Bouchard. Joel told us earlier this year that. Uh, this this kid, well, he's not a kid compared to KK and to Suzuki because he played the four years in university. But he said he worked so hard of of rebuilding his confidence level, and uh, he's a huge asset. And yeah. and putting him on the line with Philippe Dano was a great idea. Actually, it creates an int- a very very strong defensive minded uh, unit. And uh, let's hope he's not injured too much, uh, that at least he can come back somewhere in the series. Well, up until that point, it was a pretty good game. The uh, The momentum uh, was definitely uh, carried through with the uh, the Canadians from the start of the game. And we mentioned this a couple of days ago, Pierre, the Jets did look a little rusty after a week's break, didn't they? Yeah, I'm glad you bring it up, Pete. We, <laughs> You and I, we look good now, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for p- passing the puck so well. <laughs> uh, but but it was something uh, that you could you could see actually, and even Paul Maurice uh, and some of the key players from the Jets, they knew. I, I I suppose they knew in advance, and they they hinted at it in advance that uh, they they would have liked to play a little bit more, as the coach said, and, and rightfully so, Pete. Uh, it, as much as you do in practice. It's it's so it's so different than what you do in real time competition against a real opponent. It's it's like doing the simulator in Formula One or in an airplane to that extent. Uh, it's so it's it's one thing to rehearse in in simulation, but nothing will uh, will match the real competitiveness uh, on the surface or or flying the airplane or driving a Formula One car. So. Uh, it's the same for hockey. I think that this is a team that was looking for some um, some, some boundaries that they were they were searching, and uh, it's going to take a little while. There was a huge loss for them in Dylan Demello early in the game. That doesn't look good as well. Uh, Demello kind of uh, slipped on the ice, or maybe a crack in the ice. Uh, that looks like a, like a bad injury. So they have an agenda of their own, Pete, before game number two that will come very quickly tomorrow night. It was good to see the uh, the young uh, players and the uh, the veterans for the Canadians taking charge last night. They got out there and I said they believe in themselves now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, KK scored an important goal. Suzuki scored an important goal. But what I like, Terry, uh, uh, Pete, is the fact that uh, Eric Stahl, a lot of people were ready to to to, to put write him, him off in, in the can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, absolutely. And uh, wow, what a chemistry is building up uh, with uh, Corey Perry. And, and and once again, I know we we, we repeat ourselves, but the, the Perry effect is becoming um, positively contagious for the team. And I think that Eric Stahl is finding more and more fun playing with Corey Perry and Yoel Armia. And uh, it, it, it's 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 experience, it's size. And they're fighting. They're finding their groove, mm-hmm. uh, and especially in this kind of hockey, the Jets 
are a very different team than the Leafs uh, in, in some areas, at least. And I think that uh, that was a very healthy combination last night. And uh, as the series grows and goes, I think that those veterans and those uh, those those uh, physical or, or, or those players with uh, with strong physical abilities, they could make a difference, especially against the Jets. So hats off to Eric Stahl and uh, to Corey Perry, who played a huge game last night. And don't forget, hats off to uh, Ben Sherrod as well. He played another big game, and he became a target. Well, he's facing a lot of his old teammates. I wonder if that had something to do with it. Yeah, uh, Sherrod is facing his old teammates. Same thing for uh, Armia. Uh, but Sherrod... You know, we talked about him also the other day, and we said, I think that uh, the more he understands he doesn't have to do everything on the ice, the more he will be able to give you those 25, 26, close to 27 minutes last night, Pete, 31 shifts. But, but at the same time, he knows that uh, if he does it the right way, he is going to be able to go through it. But... You saw that, <coughs> sorry, that the Jets are making him, making him a target now. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. Uh, and, and so you could see the big forwards trying to uh, to wear him, him off or wear him out. And uh, I think that uh, Sherrod knows about it. He will have to keep his cool. And he will probably have to adjust a little thing here and there in his own game. Carey Price, calm, cool, collected, and very solid again last night for the Habs. Yeah, uh, not a matter of stealing the game, not a matter of uh, uh, playing over his head <laughs> as he's done uh, against the Leafs. But I think that uh, overall, it was important for him uh, to project the same kind of, uh, of 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 a safety net, right, uh, to his teammates. I think it was important to show that he also uh, built up uh, his stamina last night on the momentum the positive momentum uh, of the last three games against the Leafs. And you know what? He's got a strong opponent on the other side of the rink. So the mental game is quite interesting because Connor Hellebuck has great numbers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's. A, I like this this battle. I, I like this one-on-one concept, Price versus Hellebuck. Uh, it's 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 experience. It's it's being there against a, a goalie that wants to be there that has been there uh, recently, but it still has a lot of things to prove. So that's uh, that's going to be an interesting showdown for the rest of the series for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Quarterfinals today at the Worlds. Canada going up against. Russia, that's an afternoon game for us, eh, today? That's correct, Pete. Uh, I'm uh, talking to you from my commentary position because we also uh, present this morning the USA-Slovakia quarterfinal. It's a sudden death. There's no tomorrow for the losing team. The winning team goes to the to the uh, the uh, the uh, semifinals. Uh, it's going to be a very tough task for Canada. They entered the, the quarterfinals by the by the back door, but uh, you never know. Russia has a very strong defensive core. We may see. Uh, we we were wondering if Sergei Bobrovsky would be in this afternoon. We will know for sure a little bit later. So a huge task at hand at 1 p.m. for our Canadian team. All right, Pierre. Hey, thanks very much as always. It's a pleasure to hear from you. Thanks for all the updates. Are you going to be with us again tomorrow before game two, eh? Absolutely. And it's uh, also Formula One weekend, uh, so we'll forecast the Grand Prix.